0: afternoon. My name is Ray Montgomery and I would like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And today I have a special guest, Mr. Lou Moneymaker, president and CEO of Bosman Enterprises. How's it going, Mr. Moneymaker?
1: Doing well, Ray. How about you?
0: All right, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I just wanted to bring you on the podcast since we're coming to our new fiscal year and I just wanted to see what direction Bosman Enterprises is going next year. So I wanted to really just talk to you about your direction for the future, but first I want to talk about um, how long have you been the CEO and President of Bosma Enterprises? Uh,
1: I came to Bosma Enterprises in April of 2001, so a little over 17 years.
0: And how did you get um, this position? How was you introduced to Bosma?
1: Uh, I was uh, at the end of my career in education and, and was uh, taking a look at what I was going to do next in the world of work, uh, was uh, looking at the potential purchase of a small company uh, when I was approached about uh, the possibility of interviewing for the CEO's job uh, here at I did not take advantage of, uh, of that invitation to apply at that time, uh, waited for quite a while, and then decided, why did I not apply? It's a kind of a natural thing that I could uh, satisfy my uh, desire to enter the world of business, mm-hmm. but yet could stay connected to the community that I had served for 34 years prior to that, and uh, possibly work the other side of the coin from education into employment and other opportunities. So, I was allowed to apply late for the job and uh, through a, through the interviewing process ended up being offered a job as the CEO.
0: So, you've been working in the field of blindness for quite a while, is that correct? Half a century. Half a century, okay. So, what got you interested in just that blindness aspect?
1: By accident, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I didn't train for that, uh, had never thought about it, had never met a person personally. I led a little sheltered life over in Hallville, part mm-hmm. of the city here. Yes. Uh, didn't get outside of it much. I'd never met a person who was blind. And uh, I was interviewing for uh, teaching. Teaching physical education and coaching basketball was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I was interviewing for those jobs at the time. Got a call from a friend about the School for the Blind. Uh, didn't know that the School for the Blind was located in Indianapolis, Indiana. And my first question to the person was, they don't play basketball. there?" <laughs> I don't know. And the response I got was, no, I said, well, I'm not interested. Uh, kind of got to feeling guilty about the fact that I didn't know the School for the Blind was in Indianapolis, so I decided, you know what, I could go on a job interview, and uh, I could get a dollar tour rather than a nickel tour if if I did it through an interviewing process. Long story short, uh, went to the school, uh, met uh, the first person that I had personally met in my life who was blind, and... There was not much uh, that existed at the school that made sense to me in my training. Uh, And at the end of the tour and interview, uh, the principal at the time, Mr. Moe Harrelson, who became my mentor, put a contract in front of me to uh, teach physical education grades 3 through 12, uh, Mm -hmm. coach. Track and field and be an assistant coach in wrestling. And I'd never uh, coached wrestling before. I, mm-hmm. I did participate in track and field as a high school right. kid. But for some unknown reason, I signed the contract. And uh, I went home, told my wife that I had signed the contract Who with the Indiana School for the Blind. I said, She said, they don't play basketball there. <laughs> someone's hand and I signed an agreement so I didn't sleep that night. The morning got up, my wife and I had breakfast and she said, Well, are you going in? Break the contract. I said, No, nope, I can't do that. Uh, I have to honor the contract, but I'll be there for
0: one year and then I'm out there and I retired almost thirty four years later. Nice. Man, that's a, that's a good story. <laughs> well, did you did, <laughs> did you find it um I don't know difficult to I know you said you was um, coaching wrestling. Did you find it difficult to coach a person who was blind or visually impaired? Or well, sports? I had never coached
1: wrestling. Okay. I hadn't participated in wrestling. Oh, yeah. And uh, the guy who was the head wrestling coach, who was a visually impaired guy, his name was Bert Boyer, now a dear friend of mine for all these years, was, and Bert was a up in wrestling, uh, was a state champion, uh, more than a single time state champion down in Kentucky. Wrestled collegiately. He was smart enough to understand that I knew about sports and I knew about conditioning athletes, etc., mm-hmm. etc., cetera, et cetera, but I didn't know anything about the sport of wrestling itself. So okay. for a couple of years, I dressed out every day and I, I ran morning that were all conditioning, but in the afternoon practices, I took part in those practices. Okay. And uh, as I started, some of the kids enjoyed it because they were whipping up on the coach pretty badly when they got me on the mat. But yeah. that didn't last long, I am right. a competitor. So I learned my craft by doing, uh, and uh, eventually then after Mr. Boyer left, uh, I uh, took the head job, had some great successes there. And we did well in track and as well, so. I
0: want to switch gears a little bit. Yeah. Um, as a CEO and the president of Boswell Enterprises, I'm, I'm, I assume you do a lot during the morning. I know you do a lot during the day. Okay. So how do you actually spend your day um, as president and CEO? Well,
1: it's an interesting uh, question, Ray. Uh, I have my days are pretty well scheduled with uh, various meetings, uh, telephone conferences. Uh, we do a lot of work with uh, the government, and so I have to be uh, in contact there and constant uh, uh, communications with the federal government, keeping mm-hmm. the contracts alive while we're going. As uh, well-defined as my schedule is day in and day out, it's not without uh, significant interruptions uh, as we're involved in both business and in programs, etc. Things occur and I'm rescheduling my schedule. Uh, A lot you're familiar with that with what happened today we were scheduled to have this meeting about an hour hour and a half ago yes things came up that had to be treated with Mm -hmm. immediacy so there's some of that uh, but in general um, uh, I my days are spent in trying to figure out how uh, we achieve the mission of the company which is providing opportunities for people who are blind. so uh, everything uh, that I do is predicated upon: does it drive it to our mission? So that's paramount importance, and that's that's what I center
0: my days around. So, how do you see the? Or where do you see the company growing in the next few years?
1: Uh, in several ways. Uh, first
0: of all, uh,
1: let me give just a brief explanation of how I view the company. Uh, I view it as a three-legged stool. You have the business enterprise, which is a growing business. It's about a seventy million dollar a year business now. Uh, you have the programmatic side, which doesn't earn you money; it takes money out because yeah. it's expensive to provide quality program. And the third leg of the stool is the foundation that we have created, who really sp- its primary purpose is to raise funds and hopefully and eventually create some wealth in the foundation so that the earnings that we make from our investments can underwrite all the costs of the programs. It's currently, uh, aside from the fundraising that we do, we also uh, have to take about $2 million a year out of the business side to underwrite and I come from programs so even though we have this enterprising business over here I walk out and see people working and I see a, an employment program Yes. even though and that's what drives the businesses mm-hmm. is the mission of employment for people who are blind vision impaired so I'd like to be able to dump that two million back into the company yep. grow the company more and consequently grow more employment as well um, so uh it's, it's, it's a um, uh, it's kind of a complicated little deal yeah. to, to, to manage and uh, so my days are, are, are spent figuring out how do we grow so that we can employ more people and um, I see that occurring uh, we are in the midst of trying to diversify uh, our revenue streams right now we're looking to the commercial world. We have primarily been in the world of government sales, government supply, we're now looking to venture out into the commercial world and create new revenue streams there. Uh, we'll be reaching out to other parts of the government to create new revenue streams there as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, So that's, uh, in the end, uh, you talk about revenue, but there's a proportional relationship between revenue Through the door brings additional funding, and that funding allows us to hire more people, and make good wages and benefits.
0: And yes, sir. So, um, what are you most proud about, about Bosman uh, Enterprises?
1: It's an interesting question as well. I get asked that quite a bit. Uh, as I came through the door, uh, we were a very small company, uh, we had struggled for years. We had begun to turn the corner, Uh, I think when I came in, we were doing four or five million dollars worth of business Mm -hmm. and uh, we had about, uh, I think, 39 employees today. Uh, Our gross revenues are about 70, a little over 70 million. Uh, We have about 210 employees. so it's it's a, a lot of people will say to me, "Wow, you know, you've really uh, you've grown the business. Look, it's a seventy million dollar business now, etc." But in all the things that we've been able to accomplish uh, during my tenure, the thing I'm most proud of is. The day I walked through the door, we had one person who was blind or visually impaired in a job other than direct labor on production. Uh, today, we have over 60 employees who are blind or visually impaired who are doing jobs other than the direct labor job. Yes. You happen to be one of those, yes. right? Yes. You started out in production yes. as a direct laborer. Yes. Now, you're moving up in the world of... Uh, marketing media etc so you're one of the examples and I think for me I'm most proud of the fact that we have people uh, in this company who are blind visually impaired who are working on a production line but who are also VPs vice presidents of the company and everything in between and when the time comes that I fade off into the sunset uh, there's nothing that limits Person who's blind or visually impaired from being able to be the CEO of this company if
0: the board chooses so at that time mm-hmm. so um, I know we talked a lot about Bob Enterprise what do you like to do when you're not working at Bob's Enterprise no?
1: well a couple things probably well first of all I, I, I like playing golf I'm right. not very good at it but I enjoy <laughs> the game And the mm-hmm. biggest reason I enjoy it is when I play golf I escape that's one of oh, the yeah. few places or activities that I do where I don't think about anything about yes. it except golf. And uh another thing is I like working with my hands. Okay. So I uh you know I do a lot of my own electrical, okay. drywall, flooring, plumbing, etc. etc. It's cathartic for me. Mm. It allows me again to escape and yeah. I yes. I get a look at what I've done. Yeah. Sometimes I'm pleased and sometimes I'm disappointed, <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless I'm I've escaped while I can do it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's like yeah. Something different. And my than, grandkids, of course, uh, any time I can be around them. That's mm-hmm. a, just a real pleasure. Most definitely. Kids, I definitely
0: enjoy them. As yeah. a grandparent, you could uh, always send them home. That's right. <laughs> uh,
1: I tell my kids, I say, you know, uh, I love seeing the tires roll in the driveway when everybody comes to visit. I enjoy seeing the uh, tires roll out the driveway after I'm worn to enough up, following those little pipes around.
0: Let me ask you two more questions. Yeah. So, um, what is the biggest barrier a person who's blind or visually impaired faces when trying to get a job? And, uh, uh, the biggest barrier
1: that they face are people who are fully sighted, okay. who don't get to uh, prejudge uh, the, uh, the, the, what they consider the inabilities of people who are blind, and, and, and I, I, I'm, that's one of the reasons I love getting people who are potential hires of mm-hmm. people, whether they happen to be blind or otherwise, mm-hmm. get them into the building to see what we do and how many different places they see absolutely high quality work being done by people who are blind or visually impaired. Uh, I can I can be in front of an audience. And It's not nearly as effective as it is when I get them into our facility and walk them around, and they can see people who are blind working in yeah. you know, technology, marketing, sales, administration, etc., etc., as well as working out on the production yeah. floor, etc. So, uh, yeah,
0: that's. Yeah. A, Say the biggest equalizer is technology. It makes um, jobs more accessible.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Yes. And goals for Bosma. What's the goals for next year? What do you guys want to achieve next year?
1: Well, generally, uh, the goals are somewhat the same. It's it's how we go about it. Sometimes it's different, but our our major goals all the time uh, are about driving us to the mission. Uh, So it's about providing opportunities, whether People who are blind or visually impaired, whether that's uh, training here, employment here, placing people in community employment who are blind, Um, uh, where we still have to always remain focused on the mission, Mm -hmm. and that takes care of the activity because uh, that drives you what you're supposed to be doing and what we're designed to do. Yes, sir. I
0: appreciate it. Mr. Moneymaker, President and CEO of Bosman Enterprise, I thank you for coming on the Navigating Blinders podcast. And for everyone listening, please stay tuned. Subscribe to us on iTunes, and I will catch you guys next week.